The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast for a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, <laughs> that's Steve. Uh, hello. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I like how you start slowing down to let me know that my cue is about to happen. That's nice. like, you know, stopping and rolling out of a vehicle, but it gets much less impressive <laughs> when I'm going two miles an hour. Like, if we could hit this at speed, that would be awesome. But to finish the phrase I started with, it's the podcast where we, we answer your relationship questions in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? <laughs> now that I hit my mark, I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty spry. <laughs> We're, we're doing the podcast on training wheels today. That's okay. <laughs> people are people are going to start tuning in just to see how we do this opening. This is going to get more convoluted well, every time. They shall be impressed. But one thing that's not convoluted is today's listener question, which is as simple Ooh. as can be. So I'm going to go ahead and read this, and we'll see how it goes. Here's the nice question. Segue. I have a problem with my mom. We have a dog because me and my siblings wanted one, and my mom wanted to make us happy. She has been so mean to him, yelling at him, calling him bad, etc. Please help me stop my mom. It was a bit of a different variety of question than we usually get. What are your thoughts, Steve? Wow, that's interesting. Now, I'm not Cesar Milan, the dog whisperer, but I will say this, that... Uh, Mom saying that the dog is bad and yelling may have less to do with the fact that she's trying to make you happy and get a dog and more to do with why she didn't want a dog in the first place, which is that either, one, she feels burdened with the dog because even though you and your siblings said you would really, 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 really take care of the dog every day and feed it and take it for walks and clean up the poop and do all the things that you're supposed to do, that mom knows the way that these things tend to roll, which is she's going to be the one who ends up doing all of that and she didn't want to. Or two, that um, mom doesn't handle chaos very well or truculence or reluctance or that she says to do something and you and your sibs understand english and are able to comply and the dog just sort of stares at her with one ear perched up and the other one folded back and mom doesn't know how to handle that so she's starting to lose her cool a little bit but either way the question comes down to how do I deal with it? And my answer depends on whether you are thing one or thing two in the explanation. If mom just doesn't want to be saddled with having all of this responsibility, then I think, well, it's kind of up to you and your sibs to rise up and do what you said you were going to do in the first place, which is take care of the dog. And if mom is one that just doesn't handle frustration very well, then maybe a couple things. Either you and the sibs can sort of step in and help kind of steer the dog toward whatever the dog is supposed to do. Um, and also let mom know that dogs, and this I got from Caesar Milan, Every all of the rules that go into training a dog to behave are exactly the same as training a kid to behave. That if the dog or the kid knows what to do, how to do it, and who's in charge, everything just rolls a little more smoothly. And so if mom can kind of keep that in mind, that uh, the dog probably doesn't speak English. If it's a German Shepherd, it probably speaks some dialect <laughs> from Bavaria or Austria. If it's a poodle, it probably speaks French. And so mom is going to have to actually show the dog how to do things, and you get a lot further with honey than with vinegar, that rewarding good behavior. Mom tamping down her own frustration may have a little more to do 
do with you guys stepping up and taking the dog more, and a little more also to do with mom just accepting that this is another one of my children now, and I have to show the dog who's in charge, but I also have to give the dog some leeway for being a dog. Reward good behavior. Dogs are going to react a lot better to moving toward pleasure than they are moving away from pain when it comes to complicated things like don't poop in the house. And I know you have a dog, James, and uh, just based on your uh, columns, it sounds like your dog might have graduated from an Ivy League institution, so you don't have problems like this in your home. Yes, my super intelligent dog, who definitely never has the neighbors threaten to call the police on me because he purposely sits outside in the cold when he could come inside. Yes, So uh, I think it's interesting what the, what the letter writer didn't say. She, the, he or she didn't say that they had any problems with their mom being mean to them. It's just toward the dog. So evidently they're they're happy with how their mom interacts mm. with the kids. So I'm going to say that the mom has a pretty good handle on chaos because nothing handles, no, nobody handles or nobody causes more chaos than kids. I mean, kids yeah. are the ultimate source of chaos and mom's doing just fine with that. Um, so I'm going to posit another theory that maybe the dog is in fact bad. I'm not, I'm not saying like fundamentally to the you know core evil or anything like that, but there sometimes smoke cigarettes with, gets yeah, tattoos, yeah, yeah, joining on you know illicit groups and all that. But I, sometimes there are animals that you just can't reach. There are animals that no matter how good you are, no matter what the dog whisperer on TV says, they just they get bad habits and you never break it of them and you can't and you can't do it. I had a dog, so my current dog, who's not the brightest dog in the world, had a brother who was hmm. even worse, who is who is no nope. longer with us. He's passed on of natural causes i did not kill that dog although the thought crossed my mind sometimes <laughs> he would go outside uh he knew we have a doggy door that's how our pets you know our dogs and our pigs know to go outside and go to the bathroom he would go outside to poop and then he would come back inside to our enclosed back porch to pee every day for years he would only pee on that back porch he peed up the he peeled up the paint on the wood i finally laid down like these big rubber masks that you're supposed to park a car on when you're working on it and that stopped the pee from soaking into the wood but it made it pool there i had a lake of pee on my back porch it made my office smell i had to go back up there and soak it up with paper towels or wow. when it was winter it would freeze i had ice pee and i had to go back there with a shovel and shovel ice pee that was a bad dog, and there was nothing that a dog psychologist was going to do to fix that. Uh, now, I, I would like to think I was pretty nice to the dog, but I think if I had been less polite to the dog, I probably my my behavioral maybe not justified would have been understandable. So maybe maybe this dog <laughs> does have some behavioral issues because if you really, I mean, a dog just being a dog, they spend a lot of their time just sleeping, laying around, being cuddly, wanting to be pet. And like when you think about the activities that actually require a dog to be yelled at, maybe maybe there are some disciplinary issues here. And we need to take a look at what's going on here. Does this dog maybe need to be more of an outside dog? Do the kids need to take more of an active role? Or what's what's going on? Um, she also doesn't, or he or she doesn't say that um, that mom is asking them to take a more active role. But but as you picked up, maybe that's the subtext here. Maybe the kids are supposed to step in and do that. And if you see if you see mom uh, getting on the dog about something, if the dog's gotten into trouble, you know, I think a great solution would be, hey, let's take the dog for a walk. It gets mom and dog apart. It gets the dog to burn off some extra energy. And how much trouble can the dog really cause outside? And if the dog does cause that trouble outside, it's outside where your mom can't see. So all the better. What are your thoughts? Well, dogs acting out, and I'm going to channel Caesar Milan here. I'm going to have my shirt open like Fabio, even though you, you can't see me. Psychologists all stick together. <laughs> I don't think you even know who Fabio is, so I'm just going to keep I walking. know that one. I know. He got a duck to the face on a roller coaster. I know my references. Uh, oh, man. 
But uh, dogs are either looking for attention or they have too much energy. And if the dog is getting in trouble for things, they might be chewing things up. And that might be an energy issue where the kid should take the dog out and uh, run it. You got to run some dogs like like husky dogs uh, just run them if dogs are meant to run and play and burn off energy and if they don't they'll look for ways to do it and chewing is a good way to burn off energy mom yelling bad dog by the way tells me that mom is getting fried in all of this because it's like yelling at your goldfish at some point <laughs> bad goldfish like what what is the dog supposed to do have a conversation pardon me madam but i don't feel uh, personally equipped to handle a, a question of such emotional <laughs> complexity that you're giving to me this is not mr peabody that you're dealing with here it's a dog and so all of that discipline is just making your dog confused and probably angry and wanting to act out against you or nervous and starting to do anxiety kinds of things now just uh, tell mom start rewarding good behavior it's going to take a little more time and a little little more effort and to have the kids start burning some energy with the dog or playing with it and giving it attention if you lock the dog in the crate all day the dog is going to come out loaded for bear like those dogs are gunning the engine when they get out of the cage so energy and attention and uh <laughs> tell mom to think of the dog as a kid you just got to settle down a little bit and not an older kid that can understand reason a kid that has the brain of a goldfish so all kids no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the, it's interesting that uh, you know there is the stereotype of you bring a dog home and it instantly becomes the parents uh, the parents' problem. I, I don't know how many kids are really equipped to take all the way care of a dog, especially since right. the, the parents are the ones who are more likely to be home all day if they work from home or, or wherever else. They're uh, I, I think at the very least they don't spend any more time at home than the kids, so uh, it, it does tend to fall on the parents. Do you? Uh, I guess in an interesting aside, we got a few seconds here. Do you ever recommend people get a dog as as part of a solution to their family issues, or is that not a solution you ever bring up? Uh, I recommend dogs for like veterans with PTSD that whether you bring it on an airplane or not is irrelevant. But having a dog can be very calming. There's a lot of research to support that too. Um, probably more so than cats. I don't know much about cats because I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. But yeah, for people with anxiety or kids that have some phobias, dogs can actually be very helpful and therapeutic for them. Well, there you go. They're therapeutic in many cases, not just this one, but uh, <laughs> that, that's okay because if I guess if a lot, lots more walking, that's that's our simple solution today. Take that dog for a walk, <laughs> well, and it will probably be either. okay. So that's uh, that's all we've got for now on that one, though. I'm glad we did actually get ten minutes out of it. I wasn't sure where we'd go with it. Sometimes, sometimes short questions are brilliant and bring up great discussion, and sometimes. You don't know. I never. I never know what Steve's got in the toolbox. I never know what's back there in the vault. So, so I'm well, glad. And I never know when you're going to tell a story that involves pools of pee. So those can also <laughs> be delightful and add a little time. <laughs> We're very good at burning time. That's that's where you're getting out of this podcast. If you would like us to burn time on your question, you can send it in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding wow. unicorn with the e. Just admire the transition. Okay, I'm on a is the Segway King at ExplodingUnicorn.com. And the, the questions don't have to be just a marriage question, despite the title of the podcast, as we did today. It can be between a, a parent and a dog. It can be between, you know, <laughs> it, can be, it can be really any kind of human, human or animal relationship you want us to deal with. Uh, so thank you for tuning in today. That has been, ten, that's, <laughs> I don't even know what the podcast is called anymore. This has been 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>